Hey, hey. So I've, I've, I've got you let you know on a little secret, in on a little secret. The reason we do that is because we as pastors aren't usually ready sometimes. We have to get to, we, we have to make it look like it's really professional and we can get to certain places in our Bible. So, <laughs> no, thank you for being friends. Thank you for being family. And if this is your first time at church, welcome. Uh, this is, this is my family. We are weird. We are strange. We're not perfect, but we love each other. Uh, sometimes we lay hands on each other <laughs> through a hug. <laughs> but yeah, we love each other. So I want, I want to say thank you for everybody for joining us today. Um, today's a very exciting day. Uh, we have, if you are sitting here, uh, let me just have a look at you guys, everybody. How's this muscle doing? And this one, here we go, everybody's still smiling, everybody's good, that means you made it through January, that means the rest of the year, we can tackle the rest of the year, so it's going to be good, and uh, it's very exciting, we get to stand here and we get to share uh, what we call vision for our church, uh, we, we love, vision is really important to us. Uh, vision means something. It matters because everybody wants to know where they're going, right? Uh, no, one, no one just goes to a company and go, hey, am I going to be stagnant here? They go, where's this company going? Uh, people that lead companies want to know where we're going. If you're in a team, you go, okay, what's the plan? What is the, where we're going? So everything is based on what does it look like this year? And uh, my wife and I, uh, we, we took time out to pray into and ask God, listen, how do you want us to steer your people in Prodeo this year? And we do that every year, and every year he gives us a word or a phrase that we pray into. Um, and it might change every year, but it doesn't mean that the previous vision becomes obsolete. Vision always changes. We always hit milestones and we go, where are we going to next? And if you read in the Word, it says, if where there is no vision, people run off, Milo's translation, runs off, does their own thing, and everything falls apart. And so what we decided to do is we, we want to cast vision for everybody. We want to cast vision for our church. We want to see, Lord, where are we going? How do you want us to steer this thing which we call Prodeo, and then we bring it to you guys. And this year, we want to do something different. We want, to, we want to ask you to do something different. As we share the vision for you, we're going to cast vision today. I want you, we want you to take this vision home with you and go, okay, Lord Jesus, what do we get from it? What, how, how do we apply it to our lives, in our individual lives, in our family, in our businesses, in our work? It's not just enough to live it here. We need to live it out there. And so we, we, we are very intentional about what we're going to be doing this year. So as we start, turn to someone, because it's, it's really quiet up here, and just tell them, and just tell someone, you were meant for something great. You were born for great. Come on, you were born for great. And if, you, if you're here with your spouse, tell them how beautiful they look. And if, you, and if you're single, speak it into being. Come on, man. <laughs> you're amazing, babes. 
Alrighty, here we go. Um, grab your Bibles. We're going to look at the book of Ephesians. Uh, we're going to be in chapter 3. Um, if you don't have your Bible, Jesus loves you, so do I. We're going to have it up on screen. and uh, Let's just have a look here quickly. Ephesians chapter 3. We're going to be reading from verse 14. This is Paul. He's writing to a church in Ephesus. And the, the mission of this letter to this group of people, this church, is they're a bunch of Gentiles. They, they weren't Jews. And the thing that he was trying to inform them and let them know and what he was doing is persuading them and encouraging them to understand that they are part of the family. Once Jesus died for us, we became part of the family. That's what he's saying. And, and, and some Jews that believed in Jesus couldn't understand that concept. And so Paul is coming in and he's going, come on, guys. This is what family is. This is why Jesus came, not just for you guys, but to reconcile the entire world. And so in Ephesians chapter 3, we want to pick up from verse 14. It says, for this reason... I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. Who needs strength? We, we started off the year, this year saying you still have fight left in you. Guys, we are fighting. We, we, not with each other. We love each other. Um, there's, there's, there's nothing wrong over here, but we, we're fighting, we're contending to see growth, to see God come in and change lives, to see, to see our reach increase. And so here he's praying that we will be strengthened through his spirit, verse 17, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And then he goes, I pray also that you being rooted and established in love. Rooted means you, yeah. As someone that is part of God's family, you're not on the outskirts. You're in. And um, I don't know, um, we're not people with green fingers. We suck at gardening. But we, we have kept three pot plants alive. Uh, and uh, some people call them children. We call them pot plants. No, no, no. It's not our three kids. It's not our three kids. We got, they alive as well. And they rooted in the family. We haven't neglected any of them. Uh, sorry, guys. That's my wife. I love her. And uh, um, so, so we got pot plants. And the thing is, you can only keep a pot plant in the pot that it comes in for a specific time. Then you have to take it and transplant it into a, a bigger pot. And, and we did that, and you had to see the, the root didn't just go down, it went wide. Because this is what Paul is trying to write. You are rooted, not just to be in, but so you can stretch out. So that nothing can move you. And so that you can have a firm foundation as well. And I pray that you're being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people, and this is the thing I want us to, to, for us to sink in today, is to grasp how wide, how long, and high, and deep 
is the love of Christ. What song comes to your head in that? There's two that pops in. One is the Sunday school song, deep and wide. And then there's that not Sunday school song, ain't no mountain high. (laughs) Okay, but in any case, you know, this is how my mind works, guys. It's really crazy. Uh, I think Jesus still loves me, though. So, and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge. What is your take on love? I need to give so that I can get. I need, they, they need to be a specific way so that they can deserve it. This thing surpasses this love that God has for us through Jesus and the love Jesus has for us. Dude, blows your mind. Doesn't matter what you do, he loves you. He loved you before you made a decision. And he's going, that hasn't changed. I don't understand. That is what he's saying. It surpasses all understanding, all knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. The word for this year is deeper. Deeper. When, while we were praying about this, you know, Alison and myself, we had a, a, a very short trip to the Highfelt. Only took us 16 hours to get there. And, and so we were having conversations wherever we were, and we were talking about, okay, what does deeper mean? And for both of us, the thing that came across very strong is as we go deeper, we grow. And that is our focus for this year, that as we go deeper, we grow. And so we want us to grow in all areas in our relationship with God. I want a deeper relationship with God. I want a deeper relationship with you guys that are sitting here. Um, We bry every Tuesday evening. We love lamb chops. And (laughs) we're trying to stay off bread, so don't bring that. But we want to go deeper into a relationship with you guys. We want to know you more. We want to know how we can pray for you. We want to know how we can encourage you. And I'm hoping that you're going, man, and this is our heart for this year, that you will go, how can I encourage someone else this year? The person next to me, the person in front of me, the, the, my spouse, how do I encourage them? So we want to grow in our relationship with God, in our relationship with each other, and to grow our reach beyond this church. And that is pretty much what we are all about. We believe that real life change happens in really authentic relationships up, in, and out. And so that is where we are. And Paul says, I hope you get this. His love is so wide, so high, and the word deep just jumped out to me. Because as, how do you know something's deep? is when you go into it. Hey, like, anybody been to the caves, the Kango Caves in the High Falk? Uh, do you know how deep it is? It's deep. And you have to go, I can't go in there no more. Because <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> and, and you know what? They, they've got lights all over the place, but guys, I don't trust it with ESCOM. Uh, load shedding, family's gone. My family won't find me. I'm lost. I'm gone. I'm like, come on. But in order to figure out how something is deep, you've got to go deeper. It's like, yet it is. How deep is it? Let me go deeper. 
And the deeper you go, the more you get to know about the place. And that is the understanding that I get from what, what God was revealing to us as we were getting ready to share this. We need to go deeper so that we can get a more full understanding of who He is in our lives. The deeper you go, the more His love, the understanding of who He is, will blow your mind. And then the more you grow. Because now I know a little bit more. I experience a little bit more. Um, we were at the beach uh, a couple of weeks ago. And we, we, love, we love Cape Town's beaches. It's nice and warm. The water is very cold. <laughs> Freezing. Uh, but that doesn't stop my family from jumping in and doing what people from the Highfield do. We don't care. It's the ocean. We're going to swim in it. But on this one specific day, it was a couple of weeks ago, three weeks, we had just started church. We, were, we decided we wanted to go to the beach. Um, who loves the beach? Come on, man. You guys got to go to the beach. <laughs> go live in the high field. It's just brown and cows. <laughs> Come to Cape Town. We've got mountains. We've got, we got salt water. It's amazing. So, uh, so, so we're at the beach, and we, my, my kids are enjoying it. Um, I... I was just standing there with my feet in the water, and there was this family that came, uh, this, this dad, mom, and two little kids. I think the oldest of them looked like she couldn't have been older than a kid that was in grade one, really small. But they both had, um, what do they call this thing, body boards, boogie boards. I don't know, how old am I? Boogie boards. You guys all understand boogie boards? Thank you. Um, so, so these kids were on the boogie boards, and it was just where the water was kind of, the waves were ending onto the beach. You know that space where you go, and it's like, how's the water? Whoo! <laughs> Be gone in Jesus' name. Uh, and, and they were just there where the waves were kind of finishing. And the dad was teaching his girls how to use this boogie board. And every now and then, the, the, the oldest daughter, she'd be like, oh, mom, check this out. And she'd go again. And the dad's like, but hold on. Let's go in a little bit deeper. And she was first very hesitant, but then he came, he spoke to her, and he's like, let's go. I didn't hear the conversation, but I'm sure there was ice cream involved. And <laughs> that's how we, no, I don't know. It's, and she ended up going in a little bit further to where the waves are a little bit bigger as they crash. And he put her on the board, and she went. And then she, like, came up, you know, like how all girls, like, <laughs> and she's like, that was cool. I, I couldn't hear, but I could see in her face, because her smile was this big. She picked up a board, and she ran back to her dad, because she went in deeper. When you go in deeper, you get a better experience of what it is to enjoy the waves, and she kept going, her mom couldn't get out of the water. I could see her lips were turning blue. I'm like, that's a colored right there, or a smurf, I don't know. And, and, they were, and she was just enjoying it. And I can tell you this, as she grows older, she's going to want to go deeper to where the waves start. But where she was, she was growing in her understanding of what it is to ride a wave. And this is what Paul is telling us, and this is what I want us to grasp this here. The deeper we go, the more intense our experience is of Jesus. The deeper you go into the Word, the more your understanding is of what God is telling you. The more you worship, the, the deeper your experience with Him encountering you 
is. So we need to go deeper. What is your uh this year? What is your uh? Let me explain. We were standing in the water and it was, you know, enough for her to jump on a board and move. And for someone that size, it's pretty deep. But then she went deep. Uh. What is your uh? So, like, last year you started coming to church and then could have been like your first experience with this weird crowd. And you guys are going, okay, this is deep, man. But maybe this year I'm going to go a little bit deeper. I'm going to serve somewhere. I'm going to do something. I'm not just going to do church, but I'm going to get into a group. I'm going to go deeper. Uh, maybe you gave last year, and this year you're going to go, I'm going to tithe. It was deep already for you to give. Now you're going to go deeper, and you're going to say, I'm going to trust God with what I have. I must let you guys know this. I was very convicted uh, because when we first um, took over the church, we needed to replace the laptop that does the online um, stream. And we, we did this whole thing where we asked everybody to help us, partner with us in getting a new laptop. We didn't make it to get the laptop, but we were able to buy something that would connect this camera to my wife's laptop, and we could stream, and it helped us through last year. Last year was crazy. We didn't have a building, but through your generosity, we didn't get what we wanted, but we got what we needed. And I want to say thank you to everybody that did that. If you weren't here, I'm, I'm saying thank you, but what is your deeper this year? The little girl was deep enough to learn how to body surf, but when she went deeper, there was something else. Every surfer knows you can't surf on the beach. You have to go deeper. This year we want to grow. This year I, 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 I want to share with you to go deeper. Maybe your uh is, hey, I've just been coming to church with my family. How do I go deeper? Let's, let's have Bible study at home. What is your deeper? Maybe I just came for, you, for my kids. I want to go deeper with my relationship with it. Because something you've got to understand is that when going deeper, it's going to take effort. There's always going to be work to go deeper. Have you ever dug a hole? I know it's sad, but how many of you have lost a pet? And I remember growing up, we had to dig a hole because, you know, the pet couldn't go anywhere. We had to bury it. And then the first few centimeters, it's easy. But the deeper you go, the more effort you have to put in. Sometimes you get deep, and then you realize there are roots, and you can't dig there. So you have to move do you see how you grow, but it's effort? Can I ask you quickly, turn with me to the book of Mark, the book of Luke, Luke chapter 5. We're going to be reading from verse 1. A very well-known passage, 
and I, I've preached on this quite a bit, um, it's Jesus encountering the first disciples, Peter. And this is what it says. One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of uh, Gennesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out just a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water. Come on, let's go a little bit deeper. And he let down the nets for a catch. And let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large catch, number of fish, that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boats to come and help them, and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. How many of you guys know that in that moment, Jesus knew what Peter wanted? But he also knew what Peter needed. And so he goes and he tells Peter, let's go deeper. Something that, you know, we always overlook, and, and in this context, Jesus just told Peter where to go. Peter had to do all the work. Jesus didn't say, hey, let me help you row. Let me give you a push. Peter had to turn the boat and go in deeper. Peter and his people needed to throw the nets in and wait for the fish. Peter and his friends had to pull the catch back in. What did Jesus do? He just sat there. It's going to take effort on our side in order for us to go deeper. God is always calling us deeper. It's up to us whether or not we're going to decide how deeper we are going to go. How much deeper are you going to go into work? Milo, I already do this. I work till late. I'm up. But yes, but are you going to go deeper? Are you going to take Jesus with you deeper? It's going to take work, a little bit more effort. We're going to grow. This year, we're going to be fasting for three days. We're starting on Wednesday. This Wednesday, the 1st of Feb, we are going to set three days aside so that we can start our journey of going deeper, of growing in Jesus. So on the 1st of February, our life groups start as well. So we've got groups in Paro, in Brackenfell, and in Durbanville. If you are anywhere close to that, get into a life group. And what we're going to do on that first night is we're going to pray and we're going to, we're going to see God's face and we're going to meet up in homes and pray with each other and for each other to have an encounter with Jesus so that we can move deeper. We're going to put up on the, on, on the web page um, how to fast. Guys, it's easy. Just stop eating. <laughs> as simple as that. 
But if, if, if you don't want to be that intense, you know, there's, uh, we're going to tell you there, there are different kind of fasts. And, and we started with the fasting last year, end of last year. And um, you, you get to fast by either saying for the entire three days, I'm not going to eat anything. Or I'm just going to cut out meat and I'm going to do a Daniel fast. I'm going to do vegetables and fruit. Or I'm going to go, hey, I'm only going to fast between 6 in the morning and 6 in the evening. Um, one of the guys, one of my friends from, um, from home said, you guys can't fast from sunrise to sunset. I'm like, yeah, it's like fasting the whole day because the sun rises at who knows what time. And it ends at who knows what time. Might as well not eat at all. But there's a whole lot of different ways to fast. And the reason we fast is to take away, put something away that our bodies are so used to. And when we want that, we go, okay, Lord Jesus, in this, I want to go deeper. So on the first, as a Wednesday, we're going to meet in our groups. On, on Thursday, the second night, you're going to be at home with your families. And then on Friday, we're going to break fast. We, we meet at the dam. We, what is it called? Sonstral Dam. We love meeting outside. Guys, we've had church everywhere. What is a park? It's church. We two or more are gathered in my name. There I am. It's not where we meet. It's why we meet. And so we're going to meet in the park and we're going to pray. And then we're going to break fast and then we're going to celebrate and we're going to be like Jesus and eat stuff. But it's going to take effort on your side. You're going to have to put in effort. If you want to grow this year, you need to go deeper. And deeper is going to cost you something. It's really going to cost you something. But what else we also find out is not only does it take effort, but going deeper will change you. This little girl... Before she, she, she rode her first wave, she was very scared to climb out. Who has been scared of something? I was scared of roller coasters. I've got the fear of heights. I proposed to my wife in a hot air balloon. That was it. <laughs> the easiest way to do that was is I'm a big guy. And when, when I was in the hot air balloon on the ground, I made sure when I go down on one knee, I wanted to find out how big the basket is. And when I went down, I got stuck. I'm like... That's it. I'm going to stay here and just propose to her on the way up. We are not going to die. <laughs> but after the first experience, it changes. This girl, she, 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 you could see with everything in her, she didn't want to go. She didn't want to do it. But afterwards, she walked like she owned the place, man. It's like watching a UFC fight when uh, McGregor was still there, like. She's like, no, mom, I'm going again. And she was trying to get a sister to come with her. Why? Because her first experience changed her. When we go deeper, everything changes. She grew in confidence, but not only in confidence, in ability. Because just remember, the waves are different the deeper you go. The deeper you go in the word, the crazier the storms you might walk through but the more equipped you get. So when we go deeper, it changes you. What is your expectation for your life this year? Not what's your New Year's resolution. I've still got a gym card. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it yet. 
I'm waiting for everybody to, you know, give up on their New Year's resolutions and then I'm going to go into gym. I go to gym, I see how full it is. In February, I'm going to go in when they all leave. But what is your expectations for this year? What expectation do you have for your life, for your family, for your work situation? Go deeper with Jesus and see change that it brings. Um, Let's carry on. In Luke um, chapter 5, verse 8, it said, When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. While in the shadows, sorry, not in the shadows, while in the shallow waters, Peter experienced a good message. But when he went deeper, he encountered a loving Savior. In the shallow, when we just come in, we, 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 we hear things. The deeper we go, our experiences change that we have. And we get to know things more. The deeper I went into pursuing my wife, the more I found out about her. I told you guys, in the shallows, I was a stalker. <laughs> I stalked her into submission. <laughs> Those were the shadows, eh? No, yes, you bad. <laughs> you know, sometimes we get like Peter. I've got an excuse. Lord, we, he goes, teacher, why? We've, I, I'm used to doing this. I'm a pro, but I caught nothing. And we can be that as well. It's like, I've been here, I've done that. No. I don't have time. I'm too busy. I've got an appointment. No. I can't do it. There's just too much on my plate. I don't have enough understanding. I can't do it. And you know what the the amazing thing is? It wasn't about Peter's capacity to do the work. Jesus knew he was a fisherman. But he goes, come on, just go out one more time. Like I said, Jesus knew what he needed, but he also knew what he wanted. And so it's not based on your capacity, but on Jesus' compassion. Because he loved him so much that he says, I want to meet you where you need to be met, which is your business needs to grow. Let me show you what I can do. Let me show you who I am. And it changed him in that moment. Jesus will wait. He will wait for you. He will outweigh you. Have you ever had a steering competition with a kid? If they won something? They've got bigger bladders than us. Jesus loves you so much. He's willing to wait. It's an invitation to go deeper. We can see it as a command, but it's more an invitation. Because Peter had a decision to make. He's like, either I could say no and go back to sure, or I can go deeper and see what is really happening. And so this year, we're going, let's go deeper. 
Because when we go deeper, we get direction as well. Because later in that passage, after Peter falls at Jesus' feet and they go back to the shore, back to the shallow, Jesus says, but hold on. Let me give you direction. You're not going to fish and be concerned about how it's going to happen over here. You're not going to fish for fish. You're going to lead people to me. And there you're always going to have an encounter and experience. When you don't know what to do, go deeper. When you don't know where to turn, go deeper. Let's ask God to go deeper with us in our lives. If it settles in our head, it's just motivation. If it settles in our heart, it brings change. The word needs to go deeper. Come on. That's our word for this year. Deeper. How are we going to go deeper? Maybe God is telling you to go deeper at serving. Guys, we need volunteers to help us with her kids. <laughs> Our kids. With her pot plants. Uh, we, we, we want to make an appeal. We, we, we've got different ministries that you can serve in. And, and one, of, one of the ministries we need to grow is in our kids' ministry. Guys, because we don't have doesn't mean they're that bad. <laughs> we just need people to go a little bit deeper. Uh, we, we have a need to see our kids raised up as, as strong, godly men and women. We're not raising kids. We're raising men and women. And so we're asking, is like, if you want to get involved, speak to Allison after the service. We, we won't just throw you in there and close the door. That's not what you do, right? Do you lock it? There is an aircon, so you will breathe. <laughs> and parents usually pick their kids up after the service. I say usually because we don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we, we want to train you. We want to train you in how to raise up, how to lead kids. Maybe it's a great place for you to learn as well so you can take it home and, and raise your kids. See, we, we're all about growth. This year we're going to grow. We want to grow us, not, not in numbers. We want to grow us in relationship with God and each other first so that when we grow in numbers with people coming in, they can feel welcomed and we can facilitate growth in them. So I'm asking you, can we go deeper this year? Go home, ask, ask, ask God, spend time this week saying, Lord, how can I go deeper? Where do I need to go deeper to experience you? That is going to take effort. That is going to change you. It's all about going deeper. Because you'll find direction from that. Can we pray? Lord Jesus, we just give you all the praise. Thank you for inviting us to go deeper so we can experience you. And Father, we pray that this week, this year, that you would speak to each and every one of us here, sitting as individuals, as couples, as family, on how to go deeper so that we can grow. This year, we're not going to be pushovers. We're not going to be people that do not know anything. We're going to grow and build a foundation. 
And so we pray, speak to each and every one of us. Guide us, direct us. We worship you, our King. We love you. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.